And when you're manifesting, always end it with, it's this or something better. I surrender the outcome and I let the universe bring to me whatever is of the highest good. Hi guys, welcome back to a new episode of Synced Up. I hope everyone is doing amazingly this week. Happy post-Valentine's Day. I hope it was filled with so much love. So today I'm going to do something that I've never done before, which is going to be an episode dedicated to answering your questions that I post on Instagram. So on my stories, I'll do ask me anything's pretty frequently, but I wanted to do an episode where I pulled some recent questions that either a lot of people have repeatedly asked or that I just thought would be of value to you. So I'm just going to go through some of these and answer them in maybe a little bit longer form than I would be able to on stories. So I'm going to start with my typical morning routine because my morning routine has literally changed my life. It's changed my energy. It's just made me more powerful and I want that for you guys. So also with everything, you can take what I say, adapt it to what will work for you, or just extract one thing that you want to implement. And I swear making that one little change, that 1% change every day is going to create a snowball effect and just go from there. So typical morning routine. Right now I'm working on not snoozing my alarm. So I set my alarm for any time between 7 and 8 a.m., I do often snooze it though. I love a good five more minutes. And I do not, but the one thing that I want to emphasize is I do not check my phone for the first 30 to 60 minutes of waking up because that window of time, that is when our brains are the most malleable and also the 30 minutes before going to bed. But your brain is the most malleable for the first 30 to 60 minutes of the day which means that it is the most easily influenced. And if you think about neuroplasticity, it's the science that explains how our brains are like plastic. It can mold, it can change, it can grow, expand, and it can shape shift. So I want to take advantage of the time when our brains are in that state because also when you wake up or when you're in a meditative state, which is your sleeping state, there's different wavelengths that your brain works at. That's why people do meditations to get their brain to a certain wavelength because that's when they can start to reprogram it because it's at a place where it's then more easily influenced and more malleable. So what I do instead of going on my phone is I journal and it'll depend on my mood and what I'm needing that day. Sometimes I just need a boost of energy or I want to make my energy really magnetic or I'm just feeling really good. I'm feeling really good when I wake up. So I do an entire page, pages of gratitude journaling and blessings. So I'll say thank you so much for all the blessings in my life. I'm so blessed with X, Y, and Z. I'm so grateful for my perfect health. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And it's basically just a way to dwell in that state of gratitude and appreciation. And when you're doing that, you're then setting your brain to look for more ways to 
feel gratitude, to feel joy, to feel all those high vibrational feelings because you're priming your brain first thing in the morning. That's the first thing you're seeing as opposed to waking up to a text that is going to be really upsetting or not receiving a text and being upset or triggered by that. You know what I mean? So you are consciously choosing what you want to experience that day and what you want to call in and attract and you're strengthening your energy and your magnetic force. So I do that and then I, I follow it with a meditation. Those are my two non, non-negotiables in the morning is my journaling and my meditation. Also, to go back to journaling, other times I'll just get really clear on who I want to be that day, how I want to show up. And a lot of times we can struggle with imposter syndrome where, you know, say you get a new job and you're like, oh my God, how did I even get hired? Why am I here? Whatever. No, for that day, say this is what happened actually with me. I used to have so much shame and embarrassment around being an influencer. I was like, I'm not an influencer. Like that's so embarrassing. It's no one's going to take me seriously or respect me. And then I was like, you know what? this is how I'm making a living and I'm enjoying it and I like it and I'm using it for the highest good. I'm using my platforms to be of value and service to others. So why am I trying to make, I'm keeping myself small. No one else is doing this also, by the way, no one was making me feel guilty about it. You know, I surround myself with people who are so supportive of me and I'm so grateful for that. So Why am I keeping myself small by saying or feeling shame or guilt around something that doesn't need to be that way? So if I were to journal and say, today I'm showing up as an influencer and what is that going to look like? What is that going to feel like? I'm going to make sure that my content is adding value and it's of service to others and it's fun and it's light and it's entertaining and it's authentic to me. And I'm having fun with it and bringing joy and being using myself as a vessel for love and for healing and for light. And when I do that, I'm living in my light and living in my authenticity. And when you do that, when you are following your passions or your joys, or you are just not playing small anymore and you're living in alignment with who you want to be, You're then inspiring everyone else to do the same, to live in their light, to live in their joy. And how empowering is that to affect someone in that way, to make them feel confident enough because they see you living confidently and passionately and just authentically and joyfully that it inspires them to live that way. So just by you living in a higher vibration and not playing small and really embracing every aspect of you, you are having that effect on other people. And just in doing that, you are being of value and service to others just by being in value and service to yourself. So that's what it would look like is I'm setting the intention to be a powerful influence and a positive influence in the world. And I'm owning the fact that I'm a motherfucking influencer, bitch. Anyway, then, so after I go through that little spiel with myself, I meditate and I either do a guided meditation by Gabby Bernstein, who I love. I have her subscription program, or I'll do just a YouTube meditation by Joe Dispenza or Aaron Dowdy, or I'll do the Vishen Lakiani meditation. With that, my meditation practice has definitely evolved over the years, but you really just have to be patient with yourself and see what type of meditations you like. 
I was talking to my friend the other day and she was like, I thought meditation was just clearing your head and not having any thoughts. And sure, that that's one meditation. But as someone who has ADHD, I also like I love to daydream. I'm always daydreaming. I'm always visualizing. I always have so much stuff going on in my head that that type of meditation, maybe one day in the future, I'll be drawn to it. But it's not what I want. I, I like doing the meditations where I'm focusing on the energy that I want to cultivate, where I'm strengthening my energy and I'm and I'm using it as a way to create space for myself to focus on an area of myself that I want to enhance or an area that I want to draw energy to or just I'm more intentional with what I want to focus on, if that makes sense. So I do that. And then once I finish my meditation, then I'll have my toast with butter and my coffee. That's my little morning ritual. I'll take my vitamins and then I'll check my phone, you know, see what's going on on social media, check my messages, and then I'll get my day going. And if it's a good day, I'll work out in the morning. And if not, then I'll just probably get straight into emails and content and work and figure out what I want to do that day. And then I'll go to the gym. So that is my morning routine. Okay, second question. Any tips to get from the awareness phase to the permanent change phase? It's so hard to get out of old patterns and so easy to fall back in. Often I'm just paralyzed and then don't do anything at all. No step back, no step in front. Okay, I hear you, girl. And I think honestly, the one thing that you can start to implement when you get into that frozen you said that you get paralyzed so you're frozen take a take a moment and on oh my god this sounds so annoying but I swear it works honor that part of yourself that feels frozen and instead of trying to push it away or push away whatever's going on get curious with it ask yourself like why do I have this resistance? What is this resistance coming from? And then be just super compassionate with this part of yourself that's getting frozen and say, okay, I understand that this can feel overwhelming. So what are things that I can do right now to let go of this overwhelm or let go of this anxiety? Maybe I can make a list of the behaviors that I want to be aware of. And it sounds like you already have a really strong sense of self-awareness. So get clear and just write it down so you can visually see it and then say, okay, so for this behavioral change or get from the awareness phase to the permanent phase, by the way, I firmly believe that life and this healing journey is exactly that. It's a healing journey. So even if you heal something, like we're always going to get triggered and we're always going to fall back sometimes. And that's okay because what happens is you start at one point, you know, and, and you start to heal and you get a little bit better. I think about this with guys, honestly. Like, I remember I was in such a toxic relationship and I kept going back and then finally I cut it off and I moved on and I never went back. But then I would have a new relationship and it would be obviously not as toxic, but there were still things that I needed to heal. So I would kind of go back to that. But then after I would go back, you end up always up leveling. But there's always the person that you're going to go back to until you learn the lesson and then you up level and then you don't go back to them and then you're in a happy relationship and then you know what I mean? So just give yourself grace. It's all it's not, it doesn't have to be linear and you don't need to put so much pressure on yourself to have a permanent change immediately. Your awareness 
alone is so, so, so powerful. So when you get into that paralyzed fear state, look at it as an opportunity to just give yourself love, to give yourself compassion, because the more you start to shame or guilt yourself for going back to an old pattern or not sticking with something 100%, that's just gonna make you, that's just gonna keep you down because you're shaming yourself. So instead, the way to move forward would be, how can I be curious with myself right now? How can I give myself compassion and go from there? Because it is hard to get out of the old patterns, but you know, with consistency and repetition, that is how you do it. And patience over time, it's, it's not gonna happen overnight. And it's also the same thing with like diet, for instance, you know, you are eating so healthy and then you have a, a day where you have crepes and fries and donuts and whatever just because and if you think about it in the grand scheme of things you eat super clean for a week and then you have a day where where you don't the one day is not going to change all the work that you've been putting in you know so there's no reason to beat yourself up over it if anything use it as an opportunity to let this be a new behavioral change and say okay instead of getting mad at myself I'm gonna just give myself a little bit of love give myself a little bit of compassion and see where that gets you next question how to make affirmations more fun and feel them more love you I love you okay so that's interesting how to make them more fun well I think with affirmations we need to pick our words super carefully so something that I used to do when I was really struggling with body image and this is actually going to tie into another question but I was really struggling with body image and saying things like I love and accept my body so much like my body's perfect I'm perfect blah 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 it subconsciously created more resistance for me because at that time I really didn't believe it and when you have these affirmations that you know you might not believe in yet, it can actually create more resistance for you and make them a little bit more difficult and ineffective. So the wording that I started to implement with the affirmations that I wanted to believe in myself, like obviously I wanted to believe like I love and accept myself wholly and completely no matter what, but I wasn't there yet. So I switched it to I am willing to love and accept myself wholly and completely. And another thing that you can do, and this will tap into your spiritual trust muscle and your spirituality, is to ask for help. Ask for help from the universe, your spirit guides, your guardian angels. Ask for help and surrender the outcome. And it's not going to happen overnight, but the more that you start to surrender the areas where you feel like you don't have control over or the areas where you're really struggling, when you can lean into a power greater than yourself that you believe in and you lean on that strength instead of just relying on your own, that is when you open yourself up to receive the help and the guidance and the healing that is going to guide you on a path of I love and accept myself wholly and completely. And that's that's something that I did. And to tie it into the second question, like someone asked how to s- stop gaining weight and feeling tired 
and what to do when I feel so ugly and this and that. And I just want to give so much love to the girl who asked this because I've been there where I just can't stand how I look. I feel so uncomfortable in my body and it's been a journey. Um, but I remember when I was making a list, manifesting a partner and on this list, I wrote, I want them to love and accept me unconditionally because I, And how I got there was I thought about all the relationships in my life where I just felt so loved and I feel the most love in these relationships. And why did I feel that? And it's because, and and safety, and it's because I feel and I know that they love me unconditionally, no matter what. So then I thought, okay, if I want to manifest someone who loves and accepts me unconditionally, do I love in my do I love and accept myself unconditionally? Do I feel that way about myself? Because if I don't feel that way about myself, there's no way I'm going to be able to manifest someone who feels that way about me. And that kind of inspired me to be open and willing to loving myself unconditionally. And this was at a time where I definitely gained some weight. I wasn't my smallest and in the past I had this belief and condition that I could only fully love myself if I looked a certain way or if I weighed a certain weight. And it's sad because I was placing all my value and worth on something external, on my physical attributes and completely just dimming myself and playing small with myself because I wasn't allowing people to see me and hear me for who I am and for what's inside. And it was, it was a whole, that's a whole other story, but to tie it all together on how to make your affirmations or feel your affirmations more, try to focus on the wording of it and just open up to a sense of willingness to get where you want to be. And instead of relying on your own strength, start to welcome in a spiritual presence and a power that's greater than your own and see where that gets you and yeah so I just wanted to tie that all together okay the next question what is the reason behind your confidence um someone also asked if I thought that they asked can you be confident and still have a low self-esteem I'm going to answer both of these because it was a great question and it really got me thinking but I remember in college and high school I was always, I've always been confident, always, but my self-esteem was really low. And what that looked like was I would wear whatever I want. I would go up and talk to whoever I want. That's just always how I've been because I'm super extroverted. And I don't know, I've just always been kind of up and bubbly and I love connecting with people. But the low self-esteem showed up as staying with men and being in relationships where I was not valued or respected and I went through a period of my life where again like what I said before I really only valued myself based on what I looked like and that's what I would lead with I would post almost all my posts were extremely provocative and very sexy because I really thought that I was only good for my body which translates into low self-esteem but 
it also translated into confidence because I'd be like, yeah, like I have this hot, sexy body. But meanwhile, in the back of my head, I was like, I need to work out for a million hours. I have to starve myself. I got a crazy eating disorder. I was overworking out, under, under fueling myself. And it just was a really, really, really unhealthy cycle. And I would gain a sense of value and self-esteem based on whether these guys wanted to be in a relationship with me or wanted to date me and I had to really redefine what it means to be confident and what it means to build up my self-esteem and I think now one of the most confident and and I actually did this like a few months ago but I was and I did this like little exercise and I'd gone out for a walk. I was in baggy, oversized sweats, no makeup. Like, I, I really was not looking cute. And I saw this guy, and I thought he was so cute on, on like, sitting on the street. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Like, vibes speak louder than words. I'm going to go up to him, start a conversation, see where it goes. And in the past, I probably, you know, if I was wearing my makeup and if I had a cute outfit on and if, you know, my body was showing, I would feel more confident because... That's what they're going to see and that's what they're going to like. But in this case, I had no makeup on. You could not see my body at all. And I just was not looking cute. But I was like, you know what? I'm going to go in there because I know that my my energy is on point. And I'm just going to smile and look them dead in the eye and be confident in the fact that I know my energy. I know myself. I know what I bring to the table. And that... And then he asked for my number. He asked for, he ended up being kind of fucking weird. So I blocked him. But like all that to say, it worked. And it was a different, and that honestly helped me unlock a new level of confidence because it showed me, okay, I don't need to use my body in order to attract men. Or I don't need to attract men in order to feel good about myself because I have taught myself how to love myself without the external validation and of course it's still a work in progress but really learning how to validate yourself from within is huge so I don't know if that answers your question um, but I would honestly look at the times where you've experienced low self-esteem and now you can see them as okay this was actually an opportunity for me to build myself up and for me to know my worth and value and not let something outside of me dictate how I view myself okay let's do one more question what is your manifestation routine okay I actually love this question and I started doing this and it's a really incredible way to habit stack become a baddie and manifest all at the same time. So when I manifest, I obviously like to get clear on what I'm calling in. I say I'm calling in blank and then I list everything that it would make me feel, all the qualities that I would want it to have, all the, the main non-negotiable qualities that, I, that I'd want it to have and I get clear on how it would make me feel and is it coming from a place of ego, is it coming from my soul, etc. And when you're manifesting, just like how I said in the beginning, when you wake up and your brain is at a certain wavelength that allows you to connect more deeply to it, to it 
uh, is easier to reprogram it. That's also the same with manifesting. You want to get yourself to that brain wave, that, that more equalized, slower brain wavelength, because that's going to allow your energy to be more magnetic and get more clear on what you want to call in. So how you can get into that state is by focusing on your breath, doing breath work, calming your nervous system, which you do through focusing on your breath. So what I started to do is when I don't feel motivated to go to the gym, but I still want to go because consistency is really important and I know it's going to make me feel good. I tell myself, okay, I'm going, I'm going to go on the treadmill for five, 10 minutes on the treadmill is a perfect opportunity to connect to your breath, to connect to your body. And when you're connecting to your breath and your body, you are strengthening your energy and making, giving a clear, you're priming yourself and putting yourself in a position to put out a clear signal of what you want to attract. So you get clear on what you want, you go to the gym, get on the treadmill. So now not only are you getting clear on what you want and you're going to be manifesting, but you're also doing something really good for your body and really good for your mind and you're connecting the two. So when you're on the treadmill, after you connect to your body, connect to your breath and you feel like you're at that good wavelength, then you're going to bring up what you want to manifest. And then for five minutes, just visualize it and feel it, feel the excitement of whatever it is that you're, say you want to manifest a romantic partner. Think about the love or experiences where you have felt such a deep love, such a deep connection to a friend, to a family member, to a pet, and you feel that in your chest, then envision it with a partner Think about yourself with that person, feeling that feeling and give yourself that five minutes. After the five minutes is done, you can think about whatever the fuck you want. But in those five minutes, just allow yourself to feel the joy, to feel the love, to feel whatever it is that this relationship that you want, like why you want it. You want to feel love, I'm assuming. So feel it, Get let yourself get excited about it because that energy plus the mind body connection plus being in that state doing something moving doing something good for you oh my god you are raising your vibration you're putting out such a clear signal and you're allowing yourself to feel the joy and your feelings your energy is what is going to magnetize that experience to you and when you're manifesting always end it with it's this or something better i surrender the outcome and i let the universe bring to me whatever is of the highest good Because when you say that prayer, when you put out that energy, you are taking your hands off the wheel, you're letting go of control. And when you let go of control, you're communicating, I trust the universe. When you're trying to control everything, when you are super attached to to the outcome, you're actually communicating, I don't trust the universe. And when you don't trust the universe, then the universe can't bring you what's of the highest good. So when you're in that state of surrender and just absolute trust and faith you can know with certainty that the universe is going to bring to you whatever is of the highest good and when you know that you just have this energy of ease and joy and freedom and again that energy is what's going to help you magnetize and attract and bring your manifestations to reality so i hope this episode was fun and if you like this format of Q&A, let me know. I hope this was helpful and I love you so much. I will see you next week. Bye.